The Prime Minister of Canada and the Premier of Ontario recently announced that an app will be released in Ontario in early July. More than 8,200 people across Canada are now known to have died from COVID-19. Testing and contact tracing are crucial. As the country opens up, COVID-19 is still lurking. Hello, this is Vivek Goel. I'm Vice President, Research and Innovation and Strategic Initiatives at the University of Toronto and a professor at the Dalhousie School of Public Health. This UFT podcast will be giving you ongoing updates on what's next for the pandemic from my perspective. Today, I will be talking about contact tracing apps. In episode 8, I describe contact tracing in detail. Contact tracing seeks to identify those people that have been in contact with confirmed cases, provides education and testing if necessary for those individuals, and makes recommendations regarding the need for isolation. The purpose is to reduce secondary spread of disease and protect those at high risk. The Prime Minister of Canada and the Premier of Ontario recently announced that an app will be released in Ontario in early July and then hopefully rolled out across the country. There are several types of contact tracing apps. In their simplest form, they can help users identify where they've been using location history features. This can help a manual contact tracer working in public health work with the individual to identify where they've been over the last 14 days. With such apps, the user has full control of their information. Early contact tracing apps were using GPS or global positioning system technology. The location history of the user was compared with that of confirmed cases. This type of app raised significant privacy concerns. The Canadian app that has been announced will be using Bluetooth technology and is based on the Apple Google API or application programming interface. This is the result of a historic collaboration between the two companies. It's been made available for app developers around the world. Google and Apple have specified that there should be one app per country. This is to avoid proliferation of competing apps. The way in which this technology works is when two users come close to each other, their Bluetooth systems exchange encrypted keys. These keys are uploaded to a database. When a user of the app is confirmed with having the disease, they are provided with a special code to upload. This triggers an exposure notification for everyone that has been in contact with that user. There are several issues with this app. First of all, it needs a high degree of adoption for it to work effectively. Some have estimated that 60 to 70% of people would need to download and activate the app. The Bluetooth technology will trigger contact whenever the devices are close, regardless of whether there is personal contact. For example, Bluetooth could be triggered when someone is in the next room. There's also the issue of what the recipient of the exposure notification does next. The apps will have to be coupled with public education and easy materials to provide direction on next steps for those that receive the exposure notification. These apps do not take away the need for manual contact tracing. They're simply another part of the overall toolkit. 
the proposed app does appear to address the major privacy concerns. The database will be maintained by government. The pairs of encrypted keys, which will not have any individual identifiers or location history, will be deleted after 14 days. Users have control of what happens to that information. I'll certainly be downloading the app when it's released. I'm Vivek Goel. Until next time, stay safe.